Alhamdulillah, 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 ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أفمن زين له سوء عمله فرآه حسنا فإن الله يضل من يشاء ويهدي من يشاء فلا تذهب نفسك عليهم حسرات إن الله عليم بما يصنعون صدق الله العظيم من بيتي نريد الحديث in this beautiful book شعب الإيمان which means the branches of إيمان and Imam Bazar rahimahullah in his Sahih on the authority of Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu, who says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, Thalathun munjiyatun wa thalathun muhlikat. That there are three things that destroy people and three qualities that save people. Three qualities are such that these qualities will save you at a time when others are falling down. And three qualities are such that they could destroy any person if a person will carry any 
of these three qualities. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went further explaining, فَأَمَّا الْمُنْجِيَاتِ The things that save people are number one, خَشْيَةُ اللَّهِ فِي السِّرِّ وَالْعَلَانِيَةِ Being God conscious, in privacy, in seclusion or in public. Always fearing Allah. Remembering that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me before I remember other people are seeing and watching me. And number two, and moderation in expenditure. Be it in a state when you are wealthy or poor. When you are wealthy in that situation, don't just spend because you have. And when you don't have, and every person goes through ups and downs in life. During the time of difficulty, don't just close your hand totally that you don't even take care of the responsibilities that you have. Moderation in all situations. And the third quality. Saying the truth, be it you are happy or you are upset. These three qualities will always save you from major problems in life. And really, if we pay attention to them and we realize how important these things are in our life, each quality really needs a good understanding and explanation so that we can appreciate what Rasulullah is giving us. The three qualities that destroy people, Rasulullah said, Obeying our greed, and following the desires. And everyone being too impressed with his own opinion. And then Rasulullah said, This three quality out of those that destroy a person, this third quality is the worst out of the three. He's telling us the worst things that could destroy the person. He said those would be three things. That the person obeys his greed. Living for greed, earning for greed, saving for greed. How many children have difficulties in their family situation because parents have all the money that they just would like to keep it in the saving and still keep all the burden of expenditure on their children. And they even use then their hadith. But you know, your parents come first and then your family, then your wife, then your children. But with what you have, we all come first in your assets that you have saved. And the end is going to come here. So obeying the greed, people are living by their greed. And because of that, 
all family ties are broken and no one cares about any relation. It's not because of needs, it's because of needs. And the second thing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said is, following desires. Every person is just trying to make himself and herself happy through desires. Listening to music makes me happy. So now they are listening to the music. Dancing makes this person happy. He's going to go and take classes on dancing. Now, watching movies makes this person happy. So he's going to start doing those things now. Now, smoking makes this person happy. He's going to start getting into this. And there is no end. There is no end to this business. It will always increase. Just like itching. You're itching. And you think I'm going to just do it a little bit and stop? No. You will continue doing it until you start believing. And this is how our desires are. I'm going to watch just these type of movies. Then I'm going to watch the next level movies. And now you see what everyone is watching. That everyone is trying to hide what they are watching. Why do we need to hide? Why do we need to be in seclusion when we are watching? Why can't we just have something in the family room where everyone can see what everyone is watching? We need our privacy. That simply tells us you're doing something. The seclusion, when a person is trying to hide things that he's doing, this is a major problem. And especially in our time, everyone is living his own and her own life. How long would it take for the shaitan to pick that person up and just destroy the person? It doesn't take long. It's just one message that would destroy this person's life. It's just that one person can destroy this person's life. It's just that one movie can destroy this person's iman. It's just that one word can destroy this person's akhirah. This is how it is. But people, desires, desires and desires. Our lives is everyone is just living for desires. Wants to fulfill their desires. Don't stop me from doing what I want to do. Parents have no right to stop their children from fulfilling their desires. Don't tell them anything. They will get upset. They will leave. Not only that they will not talk to you, they will leave the house. This is when people are just following desires and this is what Rasulullah said, Muhlikad, these things are destroying people. They really have destroyed us. These desires are really destroying every person's iman, every person's faith, our family life, our dunya and akhirah, everything is just because of these desires. See the type of movie. If you just put some type of device that would record everything this person is doing in one day's life, this person would not be able to show his face to others. And on the day of Qiyamah, everything will come up. Everything will be shown out. The third thing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned is, وَإِعْجَابَ كُلِّ ذِي رَأْيٍ بِرَأْيٍ People being too impressed with their opinions. And he said, وَهِيَ أَشَدُّهُنْ This is worse than the first two. 
subhanallah, something we don't even consider it to be a problem in our mind. Oh yeah, it's my opinion. So that, so what? People need to respect my opinion. I'm not doing anything haram. I didn't do anything haram. I didn't say anything that is wrong. I'm not watching a movie. I'm not listening to music like the first two qualities. Here, only I'm giving my opinion. But when people love their opinion and consider their opinion even more important than the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that even if Quran says something, even the hadith says something, but I gave my opinion. And it's getting so bad that no one can hear anything against his opinion. Many of the times if we look at ourselves, we will find something there and it's a major problem. That the person sees some of his family members, some of his relatives doing things totally against the Sharia of Allah. Totally, clearly against the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Against the teachings of this deen. No, with no difference of opinion. This does not upset this person. He's fine. He's energy. They told him they don't believe. But when he gives his opinion and they don't obey his opinion, that's the time when he's going to swear all of his relations and he's going to break his ties and he's going to be upset and he's going to make them make a decision. Either you listen to me or I'm not talking to you again. This, this person living in your own home wasn't praying for all of these years. You never got upset. But when he said, no, he's not coming to that wedding with you, you got so upset. Every day you go to the masjid, they don't come to the masjid with the jama'ah. You don't get upset, that's fine, it's their freedom. But you have to come to this wedding with me. SubhanAllah, are we serious? This wedding is more important than every day's jama'ah? That, that doesn't upset you and this thing is upsetting you? This is, I'm, I, because I said you've got to do it now. When everyone's opinion becomes more important than anything else in this world. As I said, now we see that really many times opinion becomes more important than the deen of Allah, than the book of Allah, than the sunnah of Rasulullah And now really we are living in those days when opinions are so important to every person that I said it, they didn't listen to me. I'm going to resign. They said and they didn't listen to me. I'm not going to talk to them. I told them and they didn't listen to me. From now on, I will never give them any opinion again. He gave them opinion. He didn't give them a wahi. It wasn't a revelation. You never got upset when they opposed the revelation. You got upset when they opposed your opinion. And because of this, from young to adult, every person has an opinion about every matter of life. Even children argue with their parents and they think their parents don't understand anything. Seven year old, eight year old, thinks father and mother don't know anything. In this age of 60, 70 years, they haven't learned anything. I learned it in seven years. I know what I'm talking about. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith which is narrated by Imam Abu Dawood rahimahullah in his sunan. 
There is a ayah of Quran al-Kareem, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu alaykum anfusakum. O you who believe, worry about yourself. Take care of yourselves. La yadurrukum man dalla idha tadaytum. As long as you are rightly guided, people who go astray will not be able to harm you and hurt you. It seems from the translation of the ayah and the wording of the ayah that you don't have to worry about what people are doing. Worry about yourself. Just be good on your own and don't say nothing to anyone else who's doing anything wrong. Abu Thalab al-Khushani radiallahu anhu says, I asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, this is how it seems by reading the ayah. Is this is truly what the message of the ayah is? Because we see it that a lot of ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, no, amr bil ma'roof, nahi anil munkar, is fard, is wajib, is must, is compulsory, and if we don't do it, we will be punished. But this ayah is telling us something different. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, no, 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 this is not what this ayah is referring to. Is not referring to your situation at this time. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, بَلِئْتَمِرُوا بِالْمَعْرُوفِ You must enjoin good. And وَتَنَاهُوا عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ And stop each other from doing wrong and doing committing evils. حَتَّى إِذَا رَأَيْتَ شُحًّا مُطَاعًا Until when you see four things that, be, that is spread in this ummah. If you see four things that have spread in the ummah, then this is when this ayah will apply. That is the time when you don't talk to people. Then you really can't just worry about yourself. What are those things? When you see people following their desires. And, obeying their des- uh, and, and following their greed. Following their greed and obeying their desires. And they are giving preference to dunya or akhirah. When people would give preference to dunya or akhirah. In number four. And everyone is very impressed with his own opinion. When you see these four things. At that time, then you worry about yourself. And then don't worry about everyone else. Because After that, once you see these four things, then there will be days of sabr that will follow this. What are the days of sabr? When holding to the deen, when following the sharia, when following the ahkam of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will become extremely, extremely different. Those will be ayyam al-sabr. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, if you see these four things, then that means now it's towards extreme downfall. This deen, this ummah will be towards an extreme downfall. And now people will not support you in following the deen, in doing anything for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained how difficult that sabr would be, holding firmly to the deen, being firm on following the sharia, how difficult it would become. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, As-sabru fihi mithl al-qabdi ala al-jamar. In those days, sabr, which means firmness on deen and following deen, will be like holding to the flame of a fire. 
holding to a flame of a fire in your hand is not an easy thing. For how long can a person hold it? Rasulullah says, following the deen of Allah will become that difficult. You will be attacked from every side. People are ready to burn you from every corner. Just like the flame is burning you. But Rasulullah said, لِلْعَامِلِ فِيهِمْ مِثْلُ أَجْرِ خَمْسِينَ رَجُلًا يَعْمَلُونَ بِعَمَلِهِ In those days, the person who would stay firm and have sabr and practice his deen will get the reward of 50 people. Will get the reward of 50 people standing up and following the deen. Sahaba Ridwanullahi Ali Majma'in asked, and still it's hadith in Abu Dawood. Sahaba Ridwanullahi Ali Majma'in asked, Ya Rasulullah, Ajru Khamsina Minhum, the reward of 50 of those people? He said, No, Ajru Khamsina Minkum, the reward of 50 of you people practicing it. Allah's gift. He gives whoever he wants. At the time of difficulty, the reward will be like. 50 people, 50 of the Sahaba Ridwanullahi alayhi majma'in. But one of these things, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said is, when i'jabu kullu dhi ra'yin Everyone is just impressed with his own opinion, wants his opinion to be followed. What is the sign of that? One is, this person cannot hear anything against his opinion. As soon as you say, no, no, brother, I think this is wrong, right away, you see, person is Red, upset. I'm not joining. I'm leaving. I'm not talking to you anymore. The same person, very same person, will oppose all the muhaddisin, all the mufassirin, all the fuqaha, the whole ummah. That you know, I think they all made mistake. Imam Bukhari and Muslim made a mistake in this hadith, and Imam Abu Hanifa, Malik, Shafi, and Ahmad made a mistake in this ruling of Sharia. And Imam Ibn Kathir and Imam Qurtubi and uh, Imam Qabari, they made mistake about the tafsir of this ayah. He can oppose all of them, but don't tell him he is He can never be wrong. All of them can be wrong, but not him. Here you see it. A person is ready to challenge all the scholars of the past, but don't tell him that he is He can never be wrong. The second sign. That this person, if he sees anything happening against his opinion, will never join. If ten of us are sitting and discussing something, one person has a different opinion, or three people have a different opinion, and we decide it based on, not majority, based on what our Amir decided, okay, we'll go this way, now these three are not going to follow. We are not going to be with you because you didn't follow our. This was considered to be the sign of munafiqeen. The third thing, the third sign of this quality being there is this person does not like to consult the people who are better than him in this matter. Will not like to consult anyone. And this is what happens nowadays, especially. People don't like to ask other people's opinion. What should I do? Ask their elders. You know, many times, there could be a person who's totally uneducated. He may be in his 60s, 70s. He doesn't know how to read and write. But these 70 years of life have taught him so much hikmah, so much wisdom, that experience of 70 years. You want to benefit from this person's knowledge of what he has learned through his experience. But no, we don't ask our elders. 
We don't ask the people of knowledge. And especially when it comes to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everyone has an opinion. Every gathering. We don't discuss about the medicine. We don't discuss the laws of the countries. But we do discuss the laws of the Islam. That, you know, I think it should be like this and I think it should be this way. Where do you get that thinking? Where do you, it's based on what? It's based on how many ayahs that you have studied. It's based on how many hadiths that you read about this topic. It's nothing. It's just my opinion. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is warning us from having this attitude. He says this thing will destroy you. And then it becomes even worse when the person is standing firm on his wrong opinion. About which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Fatir, أَفَمَنْ زُيِّنَ لَهُ سُوءُ عَمَلِي Have you seen the person whose evil deeds, whose evil deeds are beautified for him in such a way, فَرَآهُ hasana. He considers them to be good deeds. How is he going to stop? How is he going to repent? How is he going to listen to anyone? Because زُيِّنَ لَهُ سُوءُ عَمَلِي His evil deed, his wrong opinions are made to be so beautiful to him that this is the best and this is the only way. And at the end of Surah Al-Kahf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ الصُّنْعَةِ There are people who keep on doing wrong, standing for wrong beliefs, wrong understandings, but they think they're doing good things. وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ الصُّنْعَةِ They're doing good things. There is no way we can make this person understand except if this person have ever have, have trusted his elders from before you can tell him you know this is wrong but if this person never trusted his elders before this never trusted any of these scholars never trusted any of the people of knowledge now when he's standing firm on that opinion there is no one that can change him may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from all of these problems and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the true akhlaq and purification of the heart. This is what part of the tazkiyah that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sent for. So that we learn what tazkiyah means. That these are the diseases that I may carry, may be carrying it without even realizing. I don't realize it. Now when I see these things, yes, I realize, yes, I may be in that situation. May Allah protect all of us and protect us. And give us tawfiq to learn our tazkiyah in the light of the Quran and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. يقول الله جل وعلا في كتابه العزيز أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا عليكم أنفسكم لا يضركم من ضل إذا اهتديتم إلى الله مرجعكم جميعا